couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPosito, and the Celtics beat the Atlanta Hawks 113-103. A nice bounce-back win. No Kristaps Porzingis, no Drew Holiday in this one. Uh, the Celtics rolled through the majority of this game. I'm going to follow today's podcast, same as usual. Run through player of the game, run through some of the highs and some of the lows. And to get things started here... Uh, Got to give player of the game to Jason Tatum. This was a incredible performance for Jason Tatum, specifically in that fourth quarter. He was doing everything, uh, including turning the ball over. However, we'll ignore that part. I uh, did have six turnovers in this one. Uh, I thought he moved the ball pretty well, though. This was a game, Jason Tatum, 34 points, nine rebounds, four assists, two steals. Uh, the shooting wasn't super efficient, but in that fourth quarter, it was very efficient. I feel like every shot that he threw up in that fourth quarter went in, uh, but really just super efficient, solid night for Jason Tatum. That fourth quarter, he had pull-up mid-range, after pull-up mid-range, after pull-up three, after pull-up mid-range. The guy just was doing everything, uh, and it looked like easy basketball for him. Uh, so really solid overall game for him. You look at the other Rain and Jay, uh, you've got Jalen Brown, 21 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists. Probably could have had 7 in this one. A lot of open shots that were missed. I feel like I've been saying that a lot lately. I'm impressed with the shooting that I've seen from Jalen Brown recently. Everyone gave him a lot of crap, and I feel like he stepped up in that regards. Uh, solid overall game. It wasn't phenomenal as far as like scoring went. Uh, 21 points, though. You know, 9 of 19 from the field, 2 of 7 from 3. So the shooting wasn't 100% there. From the field, not bad. From 3, not so great. Uh, Jalen Brown, you know, in that fourth quarter didn't do a ton. But he also sat for the first, you know, four minutes or so. And the game was, you know, more or less in Tatum's hands at that point. Tatum was just doing everything. Uh, so overall, solid game. But the one guy that, well, I guess I can't really even say one guy. I think a lot of people stepped up in this game. Al Horford, you know, you look, he's got six points on three of eight from the field, 0 of 5 from three. Not great. However, 15 rebounds in this one, three offensive with three assists, a steal, and two blocks. Defensively, very, very good game from Al Horford. Very good game from Al Horford. But we also saw him rebound the ball really well as well. Like, this is Al Horford playing at a really high level. You know, and obviously, you'd like to see a couple of those threes fall. Uh, made all three of his shots from inside the arc. Very nice post-up, mid-range fadeaway. Got, I think it was Bogdanovich, threw an up fake, drove into the lane, got him into the post a little bit. Nice little fadeaway, a lot of separation right around the free throw line. Like Al Horford has the ability to do that against some of these younger guys or smaller guys uh, and did it tonight. Looked really, really strong. Was a team second best, actually, plus 17. And plus minus. Team best, Derek White, plus 29 in this one. Plus 29. And again, we won by 10. Uh, and played a lot. Like played 37 minutes in this one. Again, anytime you're down Drew Holiday and Porzingis, a lot more minutes are going to be thrown around to those starters. We saw Jason Tatum at 39. 
Uh, they actually kept Al Horford's minutes fairly low at 32. We'll talk about why later. Uh, but Derek White in this one, 15 points, 11 assists, and four rebounds, along with three steals, right? Solid Derek White game. Again, same with Al Horford, 0 of 6 from three. Could have shot better. Uh, but the rest of his game was flawless. Yeah, I say it all the time. Derek White doesn't really make mistakes. This was a game Derek White didn't really make mistakes. Played really, really well in this game. Uh, but we got really good performances, I guess, throughout. Yeah, well, obviously, I just talked about four of the five starters. One thing I'm a little confused about, we'll talk about this in the second half, was Delano Banton th- being thrown into the starting lineup. Uh, we've seen Sam Hauser thrown into that mix. Sam Hauser still played more than Banton. But Banton got some minutes with this starting group. Uh, surprisingly enough, or or not surprisingly enough, depends on how you take it, uh, was the only starter that was minus in this game, minus four. Uh, but frankly, I thought he played pretty well. Eight points, five rebounds, and assist. I thought he moved the ball pretty well, had a couple of really nice assists, got into the heart of the defense, kicked one out to Sam Hauser, uh, was an energy guy tonight. And if you go back to the preseason, that was one of the reasons that, you know, Delano Banton was benched in one of the preseason games for giving up an offensive rebound by just not caring. And tonight, energy was 100% there. And I think he knows, you know, in the preseason, he was kind of running the show. Like, they gave him a lot of a lot of time out there to see what he could do. In uh, the regular season, it's pretty apparent where, you know, 17 games into the season, he's not really getting a lot of time. So he went out there and he played his ass off in this one. Uh, And it it wasn't perfect minutes. I thought he played pretty well, though. I'm actually kind of surprised that he was a minus four in this. Because the minutes that he was out there, I thought the Celtics played pretty well. Um, So overall, you know, I'm not going to say this is a bad game by him by any means. Overall, solid. Uh, The one person, I think, off the bench that really stood out to me was Nemias Keita. Seven points, 10 rebounds, six of which were offensive. Also had a steal. Three of eight from the field. So as a big, probably less efficient than you would like. You know, I think very similar offensive games is Robert Williams. And you saw Robert Williams go six of six almost every night on nights that he took six shots even, frankly. Like, he doesn't take that many. Uh, But just significantly more efficient. We saw Kata get down low, throw up a couple hook shots, was not successful. But overall, you look, the rebounding is there. 15 minutes, 10 rebounds. And this is a game, obviously, you know, Clint Capella, big dude for the Hawks. Luke Cornett, probably not the best matchup. Luke Cornett played nine minutes, Kata 15. Uh, so they went and played Kata a lot more in this one. And this is really the first game this season where we've seen, you know, legitimate minutes from Kata. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. This is a solid overall effort from him. Sam Hauser, solid overall effort. 12 points plus 11 and plus minus four rebounds, two assists, four of nine from three. We sent him out there. He took a lot of shots. He, he shot well. This is great, right? The one thing that I love, 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 love from this game is the defense. Like this is an Atlanta Hawks team that is really solid. Like, really solid. One of the better offensive teams uh, in the Eastern Conference. And 
if you look points per game, the Indiana Pacers actually lead the Eastern Conference with 128 points per game. The Atlanta Hawks, 123.6. They are second in the Eastern Conference, second in the entire league in points per game. So very high-powered offense. The Celtics held them to 103. And we did so by shutting down everybody not named Trey Young. You know, Trey had 33. Now, I guess you've you got Hunter, who did pretty well. Bogdanovich that did pretty well. Uh, but outside of that, you've got three guys in double digits. That's it, right? The smothering defense that we saw early on in this year came back. Give a lot of credit to Al Horford. Give a lot of credit to Derek White. But everybody's hands were there. I'll give credit to Kata as well. There was one possession, pick and roll. You've got Trey Young and Clint Capella down low, and Nemias Kata like just picks off the pass from Trey Young. And Trey is crafty as it gets. And we saw really good defense in that moment that led to a steal. It led to a Hauser corner three. Wasn't the first shot. We ended up getting an offensive rebound, kicked it back out to him. Uh, but this is it. Like This is the defense that made the Celtics unstoppable at the beginning of this year. right? And it hasn't been perfect throughout. We saw you know, a couple of pretty poor games, three or four game stretch where the Celtics did not play well. This is a really good bounce back win. Again, it wasn't perfect, uh, but it was pretty damn close to it. I think one of the things that we've seen the Celtics do even this year uh, was blow a couple leads here and there. You know, the Celtics were up by as much as 20 in this one. The Hawks got it down to, I think, eight, but this is a, a wire-to-wire win. You know, we scored first, never relinquished that lead. The Atlanta Hawks never led in this game, and I think that part's important. Uh, but this is a game where you pretty much outplayed the Hawks from start to finish. You know, the Hawks brought the 20-point lead down to eight, but every time that the Hawks got close, the Celtics just kind of pushed forward a little bit. So this wasn't a game where it got down to two. It got down to three, right? This is a game where the Celtics really saw the lead, kind of moved down into single digits, and they pushed it back up again. So give the Celtics some credit. You know, if you're going to talk, like the no lead is safe in the NBA. So if you're going to talk a little bit of trash to the Celtics when they blow a lead, give them a little bit of credit when they see a lead starting to diminish and they make a big push. You know, there were a couple times in this game, Hawks got it down to eight, Celtics pushed it up to 15, and then it just kept fluctuating. Like, that's the basketball that you want to see down the stretch. Like, obviously, you'd like to see them continue to blow out teams, but it's it's not likely in a lot of NBA games. Like, these are good basketball players. So I'm I'm thrilled with this game. Celtics only turned the ball over 13 times, gave up 14 points off of those 13 turnovers. Not bad. We scored 26 points off of their 16 turnovers, right? So the Celtics did their job. We rebounded the ball really well. Again, thanks in large part to Al Orford with a million rebounds. Uh, and then also Kata, both of them monster re- rebounding games. Uh, but we out-rebounded them 58-43. Only gave up 11. Clint Capella, one of the better offensive rebounders in the league. Celtics had 18 offensive rebounds in this one. We moved the ball really well. 24 assists in this one, which 
honestly, a little bit lower than you would like, but I think the ball movement was incredible throughout this. Guys just missed shots. This was another game, frankly. The Celtics didn't shoot very well. 44% from the field, 27% from three. Not good. 13 of 47 from three. And it's not like the Hawks shot lights out either. Like they were 36%, pretty much league average from three, 19 of 53. They took a lot of threes in this one. Uh, I mean, frankly, that's what you got to do in today's NBA. And I know a lot of people don't like it. Uh, But the Celtics, I mean, 47, a lot of threes also. So give the Celtics credit. This was a game that they pretty much handled from start to finish. And you'll love to see it from them. Do you want to talk about some of the negatives? Keep that section short. Solid bounce back win for them. Uh, before we dive into some of the negatives, I want to take a quick break for word from our sponsors. If you're looking to buy or sell in the near future, meet Deb Burke, your trusted realtor at Compass Real Estate, serving Massachusetts and New Hampshire. With a passion for finding dream homes, Deb is committed to making your real estate journey a breeze. Whether you're buying or selling, Deb's got your back. Reach out today at 978-930-4621 or email deb.burke at compass.com to start your next chapter. Let's turn your real estate dreams into reality. Are you tired of insurance options that leave you feeling lost in the dark? Look no further than Joe Lyman of Brightway Insurance. Joe goes above and beyond to find the perfect coverage for you. So whether it's homeowners, renters, car, commercial, or even pet insurance, Joe will make sure you're protected where and when it matters most. Contact Joe at joe.lyman at brightwayinsurance.com today and let him brighten your path to peace of mind. So whether you're driving, working out, or just relaxing, make sure to check out Joe Lyman at Brightway Insurance. Brightway Insurance, your beacon in the world of insurance. Hey, Boston Celtics fans, are you ready to experience the thrill of an epic game at the TD Garden? Look no further than SeatGeek, your go-to source for the best Celtics tickets in town. With SeatGeek, finding the perfect seats to catch all the Celtics action has never been easier. From courtside to the nosebleeds, they've got it all, and they've got it at the best prices. Plus, they even rate every deal on a scale of 1 to 10 to help you find the best value. But here's the deal. When you use the special promo code VSN, you'll get an exclusive discount. So why pay more when you can use VSN and save on your Boston Celtics tickets? All right, so want to talk through some of the negatives here. And a lot of it comes back to the third quarter for the Celtics team. Celtics outscored the Hawks 33-26 in the first, 36-27 in the second, uh, and even 23-21 in the fourth. But that third quarter, we're outscored 29-21. to And part of it was due to the fact that the Celtics gave up a 13-0 run late in that third quarter that kept this game a little bit close, right? Up, We were still up 90-82, to but this is the point where the Celtics found themselves up 20. And then you've got Atlanta rearing back. They go on a nice run, and the Celtics push the lead back up, right? So this is, again, the Celtics operating at a, at a high level. It's not what you want to see. But this is an Atlanta Hawks team from an offensive perspective that is very good. Trey Young, I've given him a lot of crap. He is crafty, and they've got guys around them that can shoot the ball. Hunter, 5'11 from three. Bogdanovich, 7 of 10 from three, right? So they've got guys that can shoot and shoot at a very high efficiency level. Like, they're, they're solid. It's an 8-8 eight eight team. It's a 500 team. 
Still probably going to make playoffs at this point. Uh, but they're a good offensive team. Despite Trey's limitations on the defensive end, they're a solid basketball team. Uh, and it's just one of those wins that you just love to see. It, again, it's not perfect, but defensively, I think the Celtics played outstanding in this one. There are still some hiccups on the offensive end, and I think a lot of that is to be expected when you're down two starters. You know, Drew Holiday, who does so much for moving the ball, and Kristaps Porzingis, who just provides another presence down low, especially on an offensive standpoint. So this was an undermanned Boston Celtics team, but I think that the the offense still flowed. I think the ball movement was excellent, and defensively it was incredible right? It wasn't perfect. There were points in this game where things kind of fell apart. We saw a little bit of reverting back to hero ball. And and frankly, you know, this is one of those games, Jason Tatum had it going. So that's going to happen at times. But when that happens, ball movement does slow down. And if shots don't fall, then that's what leads to teams like the Hawks going out on runs. So you don't like to see it, but there are moments when they're on, they're on. And Jason Tatum found himself on in that fourth quarter specifically. But overall, third quarter still seems to be an issue. I don't know what it is. Uh, but for a lot of this season, those have been the quarters uh, that the Celtics kind of fell apart. Tonight, outscored by eight. Not ideal, right? Outside of that, there's really not a lot of negatives that you can take from this. I mean, you can say Trey Young. Uh, the defense on him was subpar. But I, I frankly don't really believe that. I think the Celtics did a really good job of you know, sticking close to him for the majority of this game. He ended the night with 33. Sure, I mean, that's solid. Uh, 6 of 16 from 3. The shooting's fine. 12 of 27 from the field. So again, you know, from a, a percentage standpoint, I'll take that. He took a lot of shots. Like the next closest on this team was Hunter with 14, and he had 27. So he's taking the bulk of their shots. As a team, they only took 88, and he took 27 of them. So he's taking over a quarter of their shots. So, listen, I mean, it is what it is. This is kind of what the uh, the, the Hawks' offense looks like for the majority of the time. Uh, so I'm not really going to say that's a negative. You know, I think these are the types of games, similar to what we say with Philly a lot, you know, let Embiid cook, stop everyone else, you know, let Trey Young do his thing. The real issue tonight for me Bogdanovich had a lot of open shots. Hunter torched us a couple times on backdoor cuts, uh, but really from the three is where a lot of the damage was done. You know, Hunter going 5-11, Bogdanovich going 7-10, of 10, that's going to keep teams in ball games, right? So if you can limit those two guys from doing what they did from beyond the arc, this is a completely different game, completely different game. And you look, I mean, 11 of Hunter's 14 shots were from three. Bogdanovich, 10 of his 12 shots were from three. So they're living behind the arc. You got to stay close to him. And it's really hard when you're playing a guy like Trey Young that can get into the heart of the defense so easily and kick out. He's still a pretty good passer, right? Had seven assists in this one, team high by a long shot, frankly. Uh, But who do you think he's kicking out to? He's kicking out to Hunter Bogdanovich, right? So if you can stay close to them a little bit more than they did in this one and bring those three-point shooting numbers down to like a league average, right, and not 70% for Bogdanovich, 
this is a completely different ball game, right? That's another nine points that you're taking off the scorecard, even if you're leaving Bogdanovich at 40%. So instead of a 10-point Celtics win, it's a 19-point Celtics win, which sounds sounds a little bit better, right? So there are still areas for the Celtics to improve. You got to rely on whoever is defending Trey Young at the top, and you got to stick to the guys outside. And I don't think the Celtics did that at all points in tonight's game. Uh, but we did see a lot of possessions where the Celtics doubled and it worked and it was successful. So again, it's a double-edged sword. You take some, you lose some. But this is a, a situation where the Celtics, I think, won more than they lost. I think defensively, they played really, really well. But that's where we're going to wrap things up. If you haven't done so already, guys, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die, and make sure to share the podcast with a friend. If you know someone who loves the Celtics, tell them to give it a listen. Give it a five-star review. Write a little review yourself. Uh, have a great night, Celtics fans. We'll talk soon. Yeah, you couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics?